Tanya, it's so lovely. So, you know, it's just got the most charming old town with lovely little building, nice shops and little restaurants. The beaches are nearby, so you can even stay just outside the old town and pop in during the day. Hello and welcome to the Island Travel Podcast. I am Mark and I am the host and creator of the Island Travel Podcast. And I'm also the author of the book, Internet Revolution, A Generational Story. And you can find that on Amazon if you're interested. That earlier was Suzanne McGrory from Aldley Travel. And she was actually sharing uh, a little bit about Hania, which is her favorite part of the island of Crete. A funny thing happened when I started speaking with Suzanne. As we got on the call, I recognized her Scottish accent and I said... Oh, that reminds me of uh, Shirley Manson from the 90s band Garbage. And then she said, oh, that's great. At least it doesn't make you think of Willie from The Simpsons. So <laughs> we had a funny moment there. This episode, we go to the island of Crete in the Mediterranean, which legend has it is the home of the Minotaur and one of the birthplaces of Zeus. So it's also a very great, uh, idyllic kind of place in the Mediterranean, great weather and uh, a lot of history and a lot of great things to do on it. And uh, Suzanne really paints a great picture of it. And uh, I can't wait to go because I've actually never been, but listening to her speak about it, it really made me want to. Hope you enjoy the episode. And if you have any questions and comments, uh, feel free to email and reach out. Some of the first places to go, um, there was a big Minoan site. Yep, I would definitely recommend that you do, if you're, especially if you're interested in ancient Greece, spend a couple of nights in Heraklion or one of the towns nearby if you're not really into big cities. Um, there, near Heraklion, you can find the Palace of Knossos, which is one of the most important archaeological sites in Greece. And then there's also a really excellent museum in Heraklion, their archaeological museum, which is the biggest in the island and also the, I think it's one of the biggest in the world for Minoan art. Um, and artifacts. Okay. And then there's plenty. Could, we, could we break down, like, what, what were some of the main civilizations in Crete? So one of the first was Minoan, and then... Minoan. The- then, um, I mean, the most important sort of people that touched base in the islands were there was the Venetians. Okay. And then there was the, the Ottomans as well. Okay. But, I mean, the oldest is the Minoans by, by far. So it was the Minoan... And- and then the Greeks, and then uh, many others, kind of in between. And then more, more recently, it was the Ottomans, and then eventually the Greeks, right? Or the Greek, what yeah. today Greek? Yeah, exactly. So, like everywhere you go, you'll see like a little bit of different people that have made their mark in the island, and maybe the architecture of their buildings. So, like in in Heraklion, for example, there's a Venetian port, um, there's Ottoman churches. So it's really interesting. But then the Minoan is, I guess, the most prominent and well-known, and they're the oldest. Mm, okay, okay. And so would you say what kind of percentage or how many of the tourists there are going there just for the beaches and just kind of like hike around and go to the beach, that kind of thing? And how many are going, you know, for this more, you know, archaeology and tour, you know, history, that kind of thing? A good question. I'd say it's probably like... 50-50 maybe, or maybe slightly more people going for the beach. I think most people do a mixture of the two, to be honest. So, you know, some days at leisure, then some days exploring the sites around there. 
Okay. Okay, great. So, um, yeah, we got, so we were seeing the kind of the main museum there in, in Heraklion. We're seeing a few of the, the large palace sites there. And then where we yeah. are after that. Okay, so there, then most people that go to the islands will stay sort of in the northern coast. So you've got two options, or you could do both of them. So about an hour or so east from Heraklion, there's Alunda and Ayos Nikolaos. So Alunda is a sort of more resort style. People go to the beach and whatnot, whereas Ayos Nikolaos is more a sort of like seaside town. There's like people live there as well as plenty of tourists. Mm. Over there, there's um, I don't know if you've heard of it, the island Spinalonga, um, mm. which is what brings most people to that part of the island or what they'll do in their free time there. And that's like a, an island. It was a former Venetian um, fortress back in the 1600s. And then it was later occupied, as, as with everywhere, the Ottomans. But then the 20th century, it was a leper colony. Um, so it has an interest in history, you know, you can catch the ferry there or you can take a nice private boat and do some swimming. So it's a really nice day out when you're over that side of the island. Okay, like the other, within the island, kind of a little side trip. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, a, there's actually a book called The Island um, that was sort of, it's a fiction book that was based on, on the island, Spinalonga. So that also brings a lot of people out to see it as well. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. So that's a nice yeah. little day trip where I guess you could put that kind of just maybe a half day or something or. Exactly. Yeah. Half day is fine. Or if you want to like take a, a boat and go swimming, you can make it a nice full day and spend some time in the water and there's some nice sandy coves around there as well. Great. And that's on the, we're on the north side of the island, right? The kind of north central. It's the north east. Yeah. Sort of like going, heading east. So about an hour or so east from Heraklion. Okay. And that northern coast. Um, right. Up around there, you've also got, it's, it's going more into the interior of the island, but you've got the Cave of Zeus, um, which is really cool. It's one of the largest um, caves in Greece, and it's where, according to Greek mythology, it's where the birthplace of Zeus was and where he hid from his father, um, Kronos. The birthplace of yeah. Zeus? Well, that's where it's on. Well, Okay. That's what they say. <laughs> One of the birthplaces, should I say, because there's supposed allegedly several. Wow. Um, well, the <laughs> uh, I, I guess in ancient Greece, he was supposedly the Minotaur lived on Crete, right? Is that? That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was in um, Knossos, so that's where there was a labyrinth that relates back to the, the Minotaur. Nice. And do they have some kind of a site or some kind of something that people can visit today that commemorates that, or is that not really a? Much that would be the Palace of Knossos, to be honest. So whenever you do a, a guided tour, that's a nice thing about Greece, a guided tour of any of the sites, um, the guides will weave in the, the history relating to the Minoans or ancient Greece with the tales of mythology that relate to that, that site. Right. Okay. Okay. So um, we're, we're on the northeast of the island. You know, we're going mm -hmm. on to this other side island, which I I'm, I'm probably can't remember how to pronounce, but this um, Spinaculus, was that it? Nearly Spinalonga. Spinalonga, that's it. Okay. <laughs> and then where are we off to after that? Where, where are we going now? Okay. Where I would go then is I would cut back across, passing back over Heraklion and then heading out to the northwest. So that's like about an hour or two drive from Heraklion going in the other direction. And there you can find the towns of Rethymnon and Hania. 
mm-hmm. which are super nice little lovely towns in the water. Both have their sort of Venetian and Ottoman architecture, nice cute little tavernas and restaurants, long sandy beaches. And you know, those sort of like houses that are painted in all those nice pastel colours. Really photogenic, really nice, lovely place to spend a few nights. Wonderful. And what are we eating when we're staying in these majestic beaches and these beaches? <laughs> what kind of food are we trying out? I mean, I mean, the obvious choice is seafood, I mean, which is fre- as fresh as you can get. Um, but then your sort of traditional Greek dishes as well. So your sort of like spanakopita, your nice, your nice salads, your nice meat dishes. And then the, the, there's actually Cretan food as well. They have their own regional food that you can try as well. Really? What's an example of a, a Cretan food? So it's like they do a salad. I don't really know how to explain it, but they do like, you know, the sort of like big pieces of bread inside a salad. So oh. do nice things like that, cheese pies. Um, oh, loads yeah. of different spinach pies, and then they eat fried snails, which I guess. Yeah, I, I'm um, a fan of the chicken and cheese pies, all those Greek pies. I, yeah, I, they're they're amazing. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, there's also like they make produce their own wine in Crete, so you know they've got some nice white wine for your dinner as well there, and olive oil as well is produced on the island. What are some price ranges typically um, for a meal? Well, I mean. I would say Crete is, in Greece in general, is a bit cheaper than the rest of Europe for eating. So I think you can eat like a really good fresh meal, uh, fresh seafood, sorry, for about 20 euros. And that's, that's that. I mean, you can even find little taverners where you can get like a good meal, even cheaper than that. But I think that's a good ballpark figure. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so Tanya, that's kind of a northwest part of the island. Um mm-hmm. Where else are we going to see? Where else is good to see if we're kind of going around the island? Well, that that would sort of be usually be it for a person's trip. But from Hani and Rethanon, there is a lot you can do. So you want to spend a little bit more time there. Um, so there's load. That's the, your sort of base point for going to the interior of the, the island and doing some hiking. So Samaria Gorge is one of the longest gorges in Europe, if not the longest. You can hike that. There's Imbros Gorge. There's little tiny mountain villages where you can go and visit or you can even spend a night there as well. So I would say that's sort of the main area that would be the whole north of the islands where you would go. And that you could easily spend one, two weeks there. It's it's much bigger than I'm making it sound. Nice. And so you're not so much a, a big proponent or recommender of the southern part of the island. Uh, why is that? Are the beach is not as good, or it's not as you know, kind of easy to get around. Or yeah, it's just not as as well developed. I mean, the interior is nice, so it's nice to go on a day trip there. But if you're spending time there, it's it's just kind of far to reach the main sites if you're down there. And like I say, the it's much longer than it looks, so it's not like you can just cut across the island the way that the the um, infrastructure is. You almost have to drive round. Great. And so I, I'm take it that you rec- would you recommend a car kind of rental out of the capital, Heraklion and going around? Or is there a good bus service where you know you can kind of hop around? 
pretty easily. Yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple of options. I mean, you can hire a car and take a car around. It's pretty easy because the whole area that I'm explaining is sort of serviced by one long road that takes you there, okay. right around. Um, so that's fairly easy. There is a bus service as well that follows that same road, but um, from experience, it's not that regular and it's not always on time. So it's not always the best option. Um, there's taxis and then an easy way is just to hire a private private driver as well if you have the budget for that oh nice okay and that's an option to go with as well yeah. uh, well great I guess if you could I guess summarize to someone you know what kind of makes Crete unforgettable or a magical place you know special to you um, how what, what what is it about Crete that makes it a special place for you um, I guess there's a couple of things. I think the main one is the diversity of the islands compared to other islands. Like prior to working in Crete, I worked in some other smaller islands. And although they're really cute, um, you know, after four or five days, you're kind of, you, you've kind of seen it all. Whereas Crete, there's so much to see. So the interior, you know, it's full of little mountain villages where you can get like a nice home cooked meal and do some hiking. And then you've got like the other side, the coastlines that are just like long sandy beaches where you can just chill and read a book or just, you know, do nothing. Um, I think the other great thing about Crete compared to the rest of Greece is it has its own identity. So it's got its own food culture, like I spoke about, it's like deep history. And the locals there are fiercely critten. Like I think if you asked them where you're, where you're from, they would say Crete first and Greece second, which is really nice. They're, they are really proud proud to be Crete, from Crete. That's great. And I, I assume, is there a local dialect as well, or are they mo- mostly speaking English or, or Greek? Uh, good question. I think they mostly spoke, speak Greek, but I need to like double check that for you, to be honest. I'm sure there is some local dialect, um, but most people, I mean, in, in the places I've spoken about, most people will speak English as well. Yeah. And so if there was a place on the island, I guess, that you could choose to spend, you know, a whole week or whatever period of time you had to just stay in that one place. Yeah, absolutely. Hania. It's so lovely. So, you know, it's just it's got the most charming old town with lovely little building, nice shops and little restaurants. Um, you know, and then it's got this, the, the beaches are nearby. So you can even stay just outside the old town and pop in during the day I just really like it because I think it's really charming and I think that side of the island has, has just got a bit more to do and more to offer than the rest of Crete wonderful I've even spent two weeks there <laughs> so Hania and it, that's spelled it's spelled Chani I guess it's C-H-I-N-I yeah right in the Greek that's the one Wonderful. Is there a part of the island that you would go or you'd recommend someone to go if they wanted to maybe kind of get away from the tourist crowds? We offer a hotel called, it's in Cap Saliana, mm-hmm. which is near near um, Rethamnon. So it's, it's about half an hour drive inland and there's nothing there. It's just a tiny little village that they've converted into a hotel. Mm-hmm. So it's really beautiful. There's, you know, you just spend a few days, relax and do nothing. So I, I, that would be a great place just to go and chill. Yeah, this has been wonderful. And uh, you've really made me want to uh, be, not just visit, but just to be in Crete right now. So <laughs> uh, me, me too, to be honest. So. <laughs> And I guess just kind of in close. So thank you very much for coming on the show. Um, 
Is is there a time of year, I guess, when Crete kind of in the winter time, is it much slower, like the months of January and February? Does it things kind of shut down or are there kind of always yeah. a flow of tourists in Crete? Actually, the shutdown's a bit longer than that. So it closes down at the end of October and doesn't open up again properly until March, April, just depending on when Greek Easter is, because that changes every year. So during winter, I'd say the best place to go to is Heraklion, because obviously people live there year-round, things are going to be open, whereas the sort of smaller towns, there's there's not there's not going to be much open in the way of restaurants, just a few. But saying that, there's not going to be any crowds. So, you know, it's a double-edged sword. The weather, it's it's the most southern island in Greece. So the weather is pretty good all year round. Wonderful. But festival between April and October, I'd say. Wonderful. Wonderful. Susan, thank you very much for coming on the Island Travel Podcast. I really appreciate uh, your advice on the island of Crete. No worries. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. All right. Have a nice day. Andrew. See See you. Bye-bye.